Today is Monday, March the 29th, and today we finish the seventh word of Jesus. Who killed Jesus? Let's find out together as we study Luke chapter 23, verse 46. So we mentioned before that several things happen in rapid succession. Uh, at the very end of Jesus' life. Uh, The Gospel writers record this in great detail. As we look at all four evangelists, we uh, piece together a kind of minute-by-minute, blow-by-blow description of what takes place. First, Jesus quotes Psalm 22. He quotes it in Aramaic. It's actually recorded for us in Aramaic. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. Uh, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then Jesus looks at those who were crucifying and he says, I'm thirsty. They moisten his mouth with a sponge soaked in cheap wine. Then he says, it's finished. And then Luke 23 verse 46 Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. Matthew, Mark, and John say that Jesus, with a great shout, breathed his last. Only Luke records the words, into your hands I commend my spirit. And then he dies. Now immediately upon his death, the veil of the temple is torn from the top to the bottom. Matthew, Mark, and Luke all mention that. Luke mentions it just in conjunction with Jesus' last word. Verse 45 The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Uh, Mark and Matthew make a point of saying that it was torn from top to bottom. I don't know, but uh, possibly the top to bottom signifies this is God ripping it instead of man ripping it from bottom to top. The one thing that it does mean is that God's presence is now visible to everyone. Anyone who comes to the temple can now see inside the Holy of Holies. And what they see is that the Ark of the Covenant isn't there. God's presence is no longer there. God's presence is with His Son who now lives in us. The book of Matthew mentions that the dead began to walk around. Graves were open and the dead began to visit people in Jerusalem. Um, This is most likely, I get the sense that this is not a physical resurrection, rather appearances of the dead to those who were in Jerusalem. Then we get the statement of the Roman soldiers. 
This must have been the Son of God. Um, the book of John, chapter 19, starting to read in verse 31. Here's the day of preparation. The Jewish leaders didn't want the bodies hanging there the next day, which was the Sabbath, and a very special Sabbath because it was the Passover. So they asked Pilate to hasten their deaths by ordering that their legs be broken, then their bodies could be taken down. What happened by this point, six hours into the crucifixion, uh, the autonomic muscles of the body, the muscles that cause us to breathe, to uh, automatically breathe without even thinking about it, have by now collapsed. Uh, they have spasmed. And the only way that those on the cross can believe is by pulling against the nails in their hands with their arms and pushing against the nails in their feet with their legs. Expand the thoracic cavity to bring air into the lungs. It's not very effective, it is very painful, and it's, it's fatiguing. They would break the legs, and then the only way to breathe was by pulling with the arms, which of course are not as strong as your leg muscles, and the thoracic cavity, at the same time you're contracting the muscles to try to breathe. Death comes very quickly after the legs are broken. But when they come to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead, so they didn't break his legs. One of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water flowed out. This report is from an eyewitness giving an accurate account. He speaks the truth so that you can also believe. These things happened in fulfillment of the scriptures that say, not one of his bones will be broken, and they looked on the one they pierced. They come to Jesus, and they see that Jesus is already dead, so there's no need to break his legs. Now, how did Jesus die? Although he suffered the crucifixion, at the end of his life, he gave his life. No one took it from him. He said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And then he died. Who killed Jesus? Jesus gave up his life. He did it himself. He did not actually die from the crucifixion, although what is said is that as the spear pierced his side into his lungs, blood and water flowed. Blood from the thoracic cavity, water because his lungs had begun to fill with his body's edema. Blood and water. That is the way a person died by crucifixion. They literally drowned in their own bodily fluids. Jesus was suffering from the crucifixion, but when it came right down to it, he gave his life up himself. He gave his life up for you and for me. I encourage you to like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you used. 
to listen to this devotional. Email any questions you have to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll look at the women who gathered around the cross.